But yeah, like I said, we're coming live from my podcast here, Woman to Woman. I am your host, Lamel Star. We're asking everybody that number one question. What seems to be the problem when it comes to uh, why do we as women seem to choose or why do we as women allow ourselves to settle for less when it comes to relationships or when it comes to dating or you know when you find yourself in a situation with somebody that you feel is unevenly yoked what is the problem what are we lacking when it comes to communication you know i mean is it a lack of communication or is it a lack of misunderstanding or do we find ourselves being misunderstood um are we quickly judge without really getting to know like what seems to be the problem like you know so we're asking people even men you know what i'm saying like if i have any guys that you know like if you're here you know let me know like man you you tell me what seems to be the problem when it comes to you know getting to know you know what i'm saying what seems to be the problem because we're sitting here and we're having this topic you know why is it that we as women why do we have a hard time when it comes to getting out there and meeting somebody for the first time and well you know even if you've been dating for a while you know if you've been dating for a while and you're not happy in your relationship because there seems to be a misunderstanding you know there seems to be the wires is being you know something is not something's not right so ladies what do you do when you feel like a situation is not right you know when you find yourself um when something is telling you when your intuition goes off when those red flags goes off you know and you having problems in your relationship or if you feel like you can't trust this other individual and there's red flags because of due to past trust issues you know do we as women tend to look at the next person who we move on with and we start looking for signs from what we learned from the last person you know are we quick to pinpoint out those signs are we just assuming Ah, forgive me you guys we're having some uh a little bit of technical difficulties here but hopefully we'll get it straight we're having some technical difficulties let me try to fix it the devil is busy but yeah so i want to know i want to you know we're sitting here and we're going live and i want to talk to you guys and try to find out what's the problem why do ladies have a hard time finding mr right you know what i'm saying like what seems to be the problem why can't we get with the right person is it just us what do you guys think are we the women are we the problem are we the ones to be blamed for the situation you know like what's really going on let me see what you guys are saying 
because I'm here. <laughs> Let me see what you guys are saying. Okay, you said you learned from past situations. Said, okay, past situationships to not ignore the signs. Okay. And then, Carlos, you said finding Mr. or Miss Right is more understanding your own needs. Okay. Then somebody else said not being so vulnerable up front. And then Carlos said, I got all my questions written down first, please. <laughs> okay, Carlos. So what are the questions you would ask? And then Reddles an A from Australia. Shout out to Australia. What's up, Dina? Hopefully you guys can hear me because I have my headphones on attached to my computer. We are recording live on my podcast on Spotify called Woman to Woman by Lamel Star. And so today's topic on Happy Tuesday is why do we as women often find ourselves choosing for less when it comes to relationships? That's today's topic. You understand what I'm saying? And so we need to find out exactly what is the problem, you know? What is it that we're doing wrong when it comes to getting back out in the dating game? You know, if you're single and you are trying to get yourselves back out into the dating game, but you're afraid, you know what I'm saying? You're scared because of what happened the last time you was in a situation with somebody and they mistreated you and they cheated on you and they took advantage of you and it was just a game and all they really wanted was sex you know where there could have been a mutual attraction to this other person but what happens when we as women we tend to become celibate and we find ourselves you know choosing not to be intimate choosing not to get involved in a relationship you know what i'm saying and then when we do after being celibate for so long it's like you know what happens i mean how long should we as women be celibate you understand what i'm saying so that's the question i want to know i want to know from you guys how long should we as women maintain celibacy you know what i'm saying i mean how do you break down to another person, another human being to tell them, well, look, I've been spiritually celibate, you know what I'm saying? And really working on myself for some time. And I had to take some time to go through the healing process in order for me to recover and heal correctly. I mean, do you share that type of information when you get out there or date? Or do you just like, you know, you go out to dinner and when you go out to dinner or movie, you know, and you getting to know what are the questions that we ask? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when it comes to, so tell me about yourself, you know, how do you start that conversation? How do you break the ice? You know what I'm saying? What are some ways of communicating and having a decent adult conversation without feeling as though you're being nosy or you're prying or you're spying or you're picking somebody for information? You know, how do you start off a conversation between two adults, between two feasible adults? How long should you wait before crossing that line? You said, I've learned from past situationships to not ignore the signs up front. Okay. And then uh, sometimes it could be a situation the universe is bringing us to grow ourselves. And this must say, I refuse to put myself in something that's unsafe 
Dina said, no, don't say that. Okay. Let me see. I'm reading y'all's comments. Okay, no, Carlos said, fine, and Mr. or Miss Wright is more understanding your own needs and wants first. So Carlos is saying it's a good idea to put yourself first. Randall says, shout out from Australia. Unique says she needs to know everything up front. I'm asking at the start, what are you looking for? Exactly. I mean, is it a good idea to ask somebody, what are your true intentions? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are your true intentions? What is it that you're looking for in a partner? Um, Is this just a a short-term situation? What are your short-term goals versus your long-term goals? You understand what I'm saying? Are you looking for, are you looking to build a relationship? You know what I'm saying? Are you seeking or wanting to build toward a true commitment you know that's long term long lasting or is just just a quick getting to know and no strings attached and we just going out going with the flow having fun and if it don't feel right then we just go our separate way you know but then what happens when one person catches feelings but the other person don't you know what I'm saying so like how do we handle that situation you know Let me see. You said, okay, Unique said, as long as we have to wait, I'm willing to give it a chance, but I have to know where we stand. I agree. I agree. Exactly. Me too. I do have to know where I stand at, you know, because I definitely do not want to see myself getting back out there and, you know, allowing myself to be intimate with somebody, especially when you haven't, you know, when you've been celibate for quite some time, you don't want to like give in to somebody and you open yourself up. You know what I'm saying? When you've been saving yourself spiritually, hoping to find Mr. or Mrs. Right. Because I feel like when two people become intimate, that's like a whole nother level. You feel me? That's like, that's on a whole nother level. You know, so I don't want to see myself getting out there and like you get with somebody and it don't work. You understand? I mean, because my whole thing is like, I definitely don't want to be in a situation where, because I mean, I think us women, we have to, we have to draw the line and kind of like set the attentions and let this person know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just going to be real with you. I'm just going to be honest with you. I have no plans as a woman, um, you know, jumping into, jumping into the bed right now. You know what I'm saying? I just don't, I just don't see that happening right now. You know, I don't see myself jumping in the bed, trying to lay down right now because I'm not ready to take it there. I'm just not ready for that right now. You know what I'm saying? I need to make sure I know what I'm getting myself into. You don't know. And that's just that whole thing. You know, and then the other question is like, how do you go about making plans for that date? You know what I'm saying? It's like, do you meet up at a public spot? Do you choose an early afternoon? Like, what's a good time to set a date? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the weekend. It's Friday night. You know what I'm saying? It's Friday night. It's the weekend. So, what would you say? You know, what's a good time to set a date for a Friday or Saturday? 
you know, just to be on a safe side so that you don't have any fear, so that you don't feel afraid or feel scared, you know, I mean, is it a good idea to just schedule a brunch date, you know what I'm saying, like, let's meet up for coffee, you know, not at my place, (laughs) not at your place, let's just find a nice little, you know, quaint, cute little cafe, you know, coffee shop, you know, bakery, delivery, you know, restaurant and let's just go grab a bite to eat you know get a cup of coffee get to know you know what i'm saying maybe some iced tea you know sandwich whatever because that always works for me right i like afternoon dates when i'm dating i like afternoon dates i don't you know i don't want nothing nighttime i prefer let's go out early afternoon you know like Especially if it's a first-time date. If it's a first-time date, then I'm going to say, like, what, 2 p.m., right? Two, anywhere between 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. in the afternoon, you know, when it comes to a first, you know what I'm saying? First date, get to know. We could go to an early afternoon movie, you know, grab a quick lunch, sit down, and kind of feel the vibe. Because I was always told that um, you can tell a lot about a person within that first conversation that you could pretty much feel that person's vibe and know whether or not this is going to work or whether or not there will be a second date you understand what i'm saying and what are the you know like what are some signs what are the first things that we look for when we meet somebody new like what's the first thing that catches your eye you know, do you look at the person's, um, you know, they feet, they hands, they smile, you know what I'm saying? They ears, they eyes, they hair, you know, they body feature, how they smell, how they dress, how they, how they match their clothes, you know what I'm saying? Like, how's this person coming when you meet them? You understand what I'm saying? Like, are they well-groomed? Are they clean-cut? I mean, because it's all types of things, you know, because I know me, I'm a Virgo Pisces moon, so... I can be a bit picky, you know, but I have this thing for me. I look at a person's feet and their hands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know, because to me, I feel like the feet and the hands says a lot about a person. You understand what I'm saying? I don't I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong. But you know, I tend to look at a person's, you know, they the shoes. Um, I look at the hands because I want to see if the fingernails are clean. You know, I don't like dirty hands, you know. I like to, you know, I look at the skin. I want to make sure the skin is clean, you know. I want to make sure everything is smelling good, it's clean, that sort of thing. What do you guys look for when you, you know, what do you look for when you when you meet somebody? I mean, other than finding out, making sure that they're really financially independent, you know, stable, strong, you know, got their own mind-wise, spiritual-wise, they can carry a conversation. You want to make sure that you do your background homework, you know, because I'm going to always ask and find out up front, you know, do you have a criminal past history? If so, do you mind answering a few questions? I'm not one to judge. I'm not going to view you because once upon a time you went to jail. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I just want to know if you did go to jail or if you have been locked up, you know, what were you charged with? You understand what I'm saying? As long as it ain't nothing crazy, outrageous, we may be able to work through it. You feel me? Because, you know, you need to make, you need to find those things out. You know, you need to ask questions. It's real important to ask questions. 
you want to always make sure you know do this person have habits addictions you know you want to make sure you know where do you work at i'm not trying to be nosy but like you know you're getting paid hourly salary you know what i'm saying you want to make sure that um they make enough where they can take care of their damn self without being codependent on you basically it's always that catch 22 and so i don't know that's why i said why is it that when it comes to we as women um we tend to find ourselves choosing for less is it because we've been single for so long that we begin to feel lonely and vulnerable that we are willing to accept less where we are willing to say a half a man or a half a woman is better than nothing because i can take half and i can put my half with that and then we could take our halves and put it together and perhaps build something and grow you know is it better to have a half of something than a nothing at all you understand what I'm saying? Would you would you be willing to be in a relationship with somebody if they didn't have a job or they wasn't making this what you're making? You know, I mean, how does that work? You know, does the skills have to be perfectly weighed out evenly or can it be what? 40, 50, you know what I'm saying? You know, like what, 80, 20? You feel me? How do you weigh the skills out evenly when it comes to building together and crawling together and climbing together and investing and saving and budgeting? How do we grow together spiritually? Suppose one person is spiritually connected to the universe where one person does everything organic and spiritually and, you know, they're loyal to their their spiritual being and their spiritual rim and their spiritual temple. And then you find somebody who's not like that, who don't understand your spirituality. You know, often that seems to be my biggest problem with me. I have a very huge problem when it comes to meeting somebody who has a problem with my spirituality if you have a problem with my spirituality then this is not going to work you know if you don't like what I do or you have a problem with me you know with my whole um I won't say religion I'll say my spiritual culture okay that's what I'll say I'll say my spiritual culture okay because I am multiracial all right so for me I can't be with somebody if they're not spiritual because that's very important. You know, we have to pray together and cleanse together and protect our temple. You know, we have to be able to have that spiritual meditation, that spiritual devotion. You know, we have to make time for that daily devotional need, okay, every day. That has to be there. You know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, we have to pray. You know, we have to definitely pray and we have to meditate and we have to cleanse ourselves. And to me, that's very important. If I can't find somebody on that spiritual level, then I know it's not going to work, you know? And I know sometimes they say when it comes to getting to, to know another person, that sometimes we have to make room for something different. And when it comes to making room, we have to agree to disagree when it comes to getting to know you understand what I'm saying? And not be afraid to discover new things or take on new things. 
but what happens when a person likes to sit up and watch tv and they want the tv real loud but you are a type of person that comes home and you're ready to go to bed at 10 o'clock and this person wants to sit up all night and watch tv and had a tv a real loud while you're laying down asleep or suppose this person is into horror flicks and you're into romance <laughs> you know so what happens when you find yourself like you know this person might be in the action movies and you might be in the comedy how do you work the two together this person might like to play nintendo games you know what they call that video games and you're not into that you know how do you work that into into your day you know how do you work that as a part of your spiritual journey how to you how do you accept somebody into your life and be able to become a part of another person's life. How do two people come together as one, willing to accept one another and each other with all your flaws? You understand? Because nobody is perfect. So it's like, what are you seeking when it comes to a mate? You know, what are you seeking? What is it that you want? How do you go about when it comes to likes and dislikes and learning each other's likes and finding out what it is you have in common and what you don't have in common? And if you don't have something in common, how do you go about working with that? You know? So that's what I want to know from you guys. So what are you guys saying? What's going on here? Let me see. (laughs) You said looking... Look, that energy need to be right. Yes, coffee, lunch, or brunch. Definitely. Hell yeah, public is the only way. <laughs> I know that's right. You said, I know that's right. I said, because you're not bringing it home. Okay. Yeah, Dina and Trinity said, yeah. Okay, we definitely have to meet at a public place in the early afternoon hours because I'm just not, I'm not willing to get out there and um, do no late night meetups. <laughs> Look, people are crazy. I ain't lying. People are crazy, child. People are crazy. And so that's why I know when it comes to myself, I'm definitely somebody who takes my time. I'm not going to get out there and put myself out there and become vulnerable to nobody. I just can't do it. You understand what I'm saying? And so that's why we're up here. You know what I'm saying? For so for those of you that's just jumping on, um, this is not a tarot reading, okay? I'm on my podcast. I'm on my podcast live, so you are you're here with me, and we're on my podcast called Woman to Woman by Lamel Star, okay? So if you have Spotify app on your phone, download it. Um, if you have Anchor by Spotify, um, then feel free to download Anchor by Spotify on your phone, okay? And then uh, you can join us. Okay. So we are talking about why do we as women often, you know, why do we often find ourselves selling for less when it comes to relationships and when it comes to the dating game, you know, or if you're already in a relationship and you feel like the situation is unevenly yoked and it's one-sided and you've been having some doubts where you've been thinking about walking away. You know, or you got yourself in a situation where maybe perhaps you caught feelings for a third party, right? Let's say that you've been in a situation where maybe you might be legally married, but legally separated. And, but you got yourself in a situation with somebody else who's still married and they're actually living together in a household as husband and wife, 
okay but you've been having this secret marital affair with this person knowing that they married and they already have a family and you never had no attentions on one thing leading to another you never had no attentions or this becoming something more serious where it developed into something that was long term where you could have found yourself in a situation where you caught feelings for somebody who didn't belong to you or you didn't belong to them but now you're in this yoke you know what i'm saying so what do you do when you find yourself caught up in the middle of a situation of an entanglement where you have become caught up with another individual but you know it's not going nowhere you understand what i'm saying but then it becomes a danger zone because you have to sneak around in order to see each other you know and so what happens when you lay down and become intimate with somebody who you know you're having this marital affair and you two have to sneak to see each other and you have to keep it a secret because you can't you know you can't go public with it you can't tell nobody because if you tell somebody or if you're seen together in public then all hell might break loose so then you have to ask yourself is this situation really worth it you know what i'm saying is what i got myself into is this worth it you know what I'm saying? Is it better for me to just free myself right now and walk away and close the door and say better than, you know, like, like I, cause I've been through this myself. You know what I'm saying? I've already been there, done that, did that. So I've already experienced that situation. And I know for me, when it was all done and said, I told myself better to have had love than no love at all. And better for me to have learned this lesson and, you know, learned this experience where I was able to have this experience and so this person taught me a little something something I taught them a little something something we taught each other a little something something you understand what I'm saying and somehow we was able to take a negative and change it into a positive when you know all hell broke loose we had to end up going our own separate way because the same way we was both cheating when we came together because i know i never even looked at it as a serious thing you know what i'm saying but it's one of those things because i was going through an effed up marriage this person was going through an effed up marriage they weren't happy in their shit i wasn't happy in my shit and then we ended up coming together not knowing that it was gonna roll over into something different you know but it you know it just blew up you know it blew up and we found ourselves having to come apart you know we had to separate i had to go to my you know and that person had to go to they you know we had to break apart and so the breakup that can be a whole lot of tension because you don't develop feelings right and so now you have to heal from that journey and learn how to take time to be alone how do you handle going through a healing process and spending that alone time by yourself in order for you to grow and change and take a negative and change it to a positive. What are some things that you do to help lift your vibration spiritually when it comes to your own financial well-being? You know, do you seek peace and salvation versus lust and flesh? that's when we have to really learn how to um cut cords when it comes to going through this spiritual transformation you know but you guys let me know you know what i'm saying you guys let me know she says i'm a virgo i look at the teeth and all (laughs) okay yeah okay 
Yeah. You said yeah. His nails. Hey, Shona. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so now I know I'm kind of hungry right now. Just say it. Call us at Lord of Mercy. You said clear skin. Yeah, clear skin and nails. You know, that's a good thing. And I don't like odor. Virgos, I don't think we like odor. You know what I'm saying? I'm very sensitive to odor. You know, I, I suffer with allergies already. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like, you know, am I the only Virgo who, you know, I don't know who's all here. I know for myself, um, I'm very sensitive to odor. I'm very sensitive to odor. Anything that stink, I'm gonna tell you the truth, child. I'm gonna start sneezing. I might start coughing. I might start sniffing. I can't stand odor. <laughs> I can't stand odor. I have a nose like my grandmother. My grandmother was a Capricorn, God rest her soul. My grandmother could smell some shit a mile away, okay? And so I'm the same way. I, I pick up on bullshit real, real quick, okay? I pick up on bullshit real, real quick. I can smell a motherfucker and know what they about, okay? And so I don't like odor. <laughs> I don't like odor. I really don't. Anything that smells, it's, it's a no-no. So, you know, I mean... I don't know, Virgos. I don't know, people. Anyway, you guys, thank you for tuning in. I am going to come back, okay? And so I will come back and do a live reading for my Virgos, okay? But right now, like I said, this is my podcast called Woman to Woman. And I am your host, Lamel Star. Okay, so we're going to get ahead on and upload this here episode. And I'm going to say thank you guys so much for tuning in on this podcast. You can probably go back and hit Spotify if you have Spotify radio on your phone. Okay, and just give me a minute to upload this on uh, to Spotify. And then you guys can go back and play it back. Okay, so let me get ahead on and stop it. And let's see.